everybody and welcome to this week's podcast. So today we were supposed to focus on the two articles for this week which were the DeLuca and People's article um, written in 2002 and also the Good Night article written in 2012. Um, the article that I want to highlight in this podcast um, is the DeLuca and People's article, which is entitled From Public Sphere to Public Screen, Democracy, Activism, and the Violence of Seattle. Um, Before I get into just some of my thoughts on this article, I want to say that before I, um, or as I was reading, um, I was a bit confused, partially because I did not understand the the true concept or context of um, the situation that they were outlining or using as their um, example um, to you know make their arguments and prove their point in the in the article. Um, so I was a little confused. Um, it took me a minute, I guess, to put the pieces together in order to understand what their arguments were. Um, and because of that, I had a few questions. But before I get to the questions, um, I want to highlight some of the quotes that I drew from the article um, that really stood out to me. Uh, so the first that I want to um, talk about is when... <clears throat> DeLuca and Peoples say that the public screen is viewed as a necessary supplement to the metaphor of the public sphere for understanding today's political scene. Um, so I had to put this in the context of watching TV um, and how like when you turn on the news and there's like say a political debate or any kind of political issue going on um, the news uh, anchors or whatever, whatever news outlet, they either take a position um, to either agree or disagree or to be, I guess, in between and then explain why. Um, and so for the whole public screen idea, I think that um, the argument there was basically saying that having the television so easily accessible in the homes of um, citizens in America, um, there was the ability for them to see the issues that were at hand and then to um, also couple the visual aspects with the messages of um, the text that might be on the screen and then form their own opinions or sometimes not form their own opinions, but um, have their views shaped by what the news outlets or the media outlets are saying and are pushing out. Um, Which, in today's context, we see that often, but taking it out of a political stance, just in regular, like, social media interactions, say, for instance, if... um, if Beyonce posted a photo right now about, I don't know, working in the studio, there would be so many different um, social media news outlets like The Shade Room or, um, 
just different uh, the different sh- um, um, social media outlets that would share the post and then tag their opinion or their position about the post or photo and then when you read the comments of or, or attached to the photo um a lot of them either agree with the um with the message that was coupled um by the news outlet or they completely disagree or they just don't care but the the fact of the matter is the media tends to shape people's opinions and people's thoughts on different social issues or pop culture or whatever the case may be. So going back to the political um, aspect of this article, um, reading this brought me back to the conversation that we had in class. I cannot remember what day it was, but we were talking about, I want to say we were talking about the article um, um, that had to do with um, President Obama. Um, having the artwork in the White House. And basically, we came to the conclusion that the presidency and the White House are examples of, or rather, symbols of the American people. They are represent- They are representations of the American people. And so, because of that, American people feel as though they have a claim to whatever may go right or wrong um in the white house or with the president and but my my thoughts were that without the display of these for in, for instance with obama's situation without the display of the artwork being accessible to um american citizens nobody would know nobody would be able to form opinions therefore nobody would make claims to um, either support or be against his decision to have the artwork in the White House. So my question in reference to um, this article in, in, in connection with the conversation in class was, has the influence and use of mass media technologies become an increasing factor as to why everything politicians or government leaders do and say is considered a rhetorical position? Has this increased the idea that political leaders are automatically making arguments because of, one, the office that they hold, and two, the view-shaping power of the media? Thank you for listening.